Typical accounts of Kristallnacht portray the German people as mostly uninvolved and or allowing the violence to move forward. And Marion Kaplan, winner of the National Jewish Book Award and professor of history at Queens College, describes the contradictory behavior of the Germans toward Jews as a mixture of rampant viciousness, studied ignorance, and occasional kindness. That said, even Jews themselves sense that most Germans were unhappy about the November pogrom. One eyewitness recalled their German maid being devastated by the idea that her hero Hitler would have allowed such things, and others pointed out that the Germans opposed Kristallnacht because it disrupted their own daily lives. The German people really objected to Mr. Hitler about Kristallnacht. It disturbed their sense of order. To have all those broken glass and screaming people and plunder, they didn't like that. He could do what he wanted with the Jews, but do it systematically, please, and do it clandestinely, or whatever you want to do, but don't disturb our way of life. So things quieted down that way. Though no German organization spoke out in official condemnation of Kristallnacht, there were individuals who did. Some local pastors who publicly derided the actions of the Germans in destroying houses of worship were later punished for their actions, and when one German policeman aided a Jewish couple under attack, a rioter, emboldened by the evening's events, yelled at him, Get with the times! Are you also a friend or a slave of the Jews? Some Germans feared there would be retribution for Kristallnacht, though it's unclear whether the context of the quote was religious or political. A German woman reported to have said, We Germans will pay dearly for what was done to the Jews last night. Our houses, our churches, and our stores will be destroyed. You can be sure of that. In the days that followed the end of the organized violence, Jews would suffer additional humiliations, in addition to the stress induced by having to locate the relatives that had been seized during the event. On November 15, the Nazis completely banned all Jews from attending German schools, since it was self-evident that German students find it unbearable to share the classrooms with Jews. Nazi party leaders also insisted that Jews be made to pay for the destruction they had supposedly brought upon themselves during the spontaneous displays of German patriots. And it goes without saying that the damage done to Jewish business and homes was severe. After several iterations of a plan to ensure the Reich would ultimately benefit and not pay for the financial damages wrought by Kristallnacht, Goring issued proclamations that the Jews would pay one billion marks in retribution. Meanwhile, Goebbels' propaganda ministry put together a guideline for the press to aid in the reporting of Kristallnacht. Windows have been smashed here and there. Synagogues caught fire themselves or went up in flames somehow or other. The reports should not be presented in too prominent a manner, no headline or first page. For the time being, there should be no photographs. Descriptions of specific incidents in this connection should be avoided. All this should appear only on page 2 or 3. If editorial commentary is deemed necessary, it should be brief and state, for example, that the great and understandable popular anger provided a spontaneous answer to the murder of the third secretary.